It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to uh, Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, and I'm Richard Coots. Hey, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about monkeys. Today, right? Twelve of them. Twelve monkeys. Twelve of them. Okay. Um, it's a little different podcast this time because I have not seen the series that we're going to talk about. And so what I'm going to do, now I've seen the film, and I'm very familiar with Terry Gilliam's films, okay, and 12 Monkeys and, you know, all those weird movies he makes. Time Bandits, mm-hmm. probably my favorite one. Um, but, uh, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm, basically Richard's going to talk about the show, and then I'm going to ask questions from a perspective of somebody who really loves Terry Gilliam's 12 Monkeys. I love that movie. I think it's a great movie. I think it's incredible. You know, Brad Pitt's incredible in that. You know, Bruce Willis... Just a great movie, you know. Um, so we're going to talk about it from that perspective. So you take it, kind of talk about it first. and. Uh... All right, so 12 Monkeys. It basically starts out like the film. Cole gets sent back in time. He's going to, uh, James Cole, he's going to find uh, Cassandra Riley mm-hmm. and convince her, tries to convince her that he's a time traveler and he needs to stop, they need to stop the army of the 12 Monkeys. Well, it starts out just like the film. But about maybe 20 minutes in, it completely goes its own direction because he gets called back to the future right in front of her. He just goes, poof, disappears in front of her. Well, there's, no, there's not a poof. <laughs> not a poof. But but he just No, no, he just kind of disappears. Just, it's like blinks out. And, wow, okay. um, but it goes its own way. And uh, they find out uh, the uh, they find Jennifer Goins instead of Jeffrey Goins. Okay. But, which is great because they're not trying to do... Uh, trying to do the same thing with Jeffrey Goins. They're not trying to change, you know, try uh, outdo Brad Pitt's okay. version of uh, his Which performance. Which would be tough to top. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty crazy. She's pretty crazy, but she's a great character okay. in the show. And okay. it turns out the army of the 12 monkeys, we find out, isn't a real thing in the film. Oh. They are... That's that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's thing. correct. I haven't watched that movie in a while, but it's, it's just, just a, basically just a, virus. a ter- It's basically a terrorist group. Yeah, and they release this virus. They call yeah. it Twelve Monkey Virus. Well, it turns out the Twelve Monkeys are this group from the future, and they figured out time travel too. And they work for this uh, character, mysterious character called the Witness. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. The Witness, and okay. he's like this witness has. Uh, seeing the past, the future, and the present all together. Um, and so they go through all different time periods, all different time periods, and they team up with this group of scientists um, in the future who sent Cole back who they're trying to stop the release of the virus, okay. of course, that destroys man, pretty much wipes out most of mankind <laughs> um, in the future. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's a great it's great writing. Is um, uh, Cole still a prisoner? No, no. In the well, well, yeah, he is a well. No, he's a um, he's just like this criminal that's like living on the. Uh, if I remember correct, I haven't watched the first season in a long time. Uh, at the very beginning, they just kind of bring him in off the street. He's like basically the scavenger that goes around, and he's, like, okay. killing whoever he has to kill to survive and take oh. their food and supplies okay. and stuff. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, 
it's really well written and they have this whole thing about paradoxes well you can interact with your future or past self but if you get too close or if you touch there's like this huge uh, explosion kind of like time cop uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie? Time yeah, Cop. Time Cop. A little <laughs> bit better than Time Cop. It's a little bit better. But Time it's Cop. really, it's probably one of the most well-written sci-fi shows on television. Cool. Um, okay. It's really, it's one of the best shows that Sci-Fi Channel has made in a long time. Huh. So, um, yeah, it stars um, Aaron Stanford as uh, James Cole okay. in this movie. But the characters are pretty different. A, a lot different as it goes on. The season three, they aired it all over one weekend recently, and it was great. Now they've got one more season, fourth season, and that's going to be the final season. Now you but say you say though that I could go down to Family Video. There. You can. You can go down to Family Video right now and find season one in the dollar section. I don't know if they have season two out yet. Hmm. Um, I'll have to go check. I it don't out. think it's out on video yet. Season two. Now I really loved. I really loved Terry Gilliam's original. 12 Monkeys film, uh, you know, all of Terry Gilliam's movies. Well, you kind of have to have... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't sit down one day, you know, you know, I think I'm going to watch a Terry Gilliam, but it's like one of those movies, one of his, his movies, you kind of have to be in a mood to watch them. Yeah, you know, they're like, kind of, they're kind of weird. They're really weird. They're like really Brazil, weird. for example. Yeah, oh, Brazil, yeah. Brazil, I, I have seen that. I've seen that. Such a bizarre movie, but, you know, has, for some reason... Robert De Niro's in it as a plumber. <laughs> yeah, that's the weirdest thing ever, it, man. It didn't he turn out to be like an assassin or something? Yeah, no, he's a he's a rogue plumber. A rogue plumber. Yeah, I knew he was a plumber, but didn't he turn out <laughs> to be like somebody? Air conditioner repairman. But he's like, didn't he like didn't he like kill somebody in yeah, that or something? He does. He's like pulls and out then, a silencer or something. And then you know something. the main character in that he works for this huge corporation. Uh huh. And they where got they, they, where he, <laughs> they just got him like sitting in this little room typing. Typing, yeah, and his. Um, and what's funny is his best friend is the guy who interrogates and tortures people for a living. And at the very end of the movie, he has to torture his own friend. He's like, well, it's a job. i got to do this. So sorry, buddy. <laughs> you torture him. So uh, that's the thing I love about Terry Gilliam movies is that, okay, let me ask you this question. This is a question I have for you for uh -huh. the series. Uh -huh. So the Terry Gilliam movie has this kind of uh, tone where it's like um, people are kind of like just cattle <laughs> you know, and it's like, because in, in the original 12 Monkeys movie, um, nobody listens to him. They think he's insane. They put him in a mental institution. Um, and he's really a failure at his job as of stopping the 12 Monkeys virus. Mm -hmm. How how did they do that for the series? Okay. Without really spoiling too much. Okay, they? well, they don't really, well, he does get locked up at one point, but I can't remember, like I said, I haven't watched the first season in a while, but I think he did it on purpose to get near Jennifer Goins. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. Um, Jennifer Goins is, uh, the Emily Hampshire plays her in this, and she is so good in this part. She's so wacky, and what's great <laughs> is every now and then you get to see what, what's going on in her head, and it's so weird. <laughs> It's so weird. Um, it, uh, well, so does it have a kind of surreal quality, kind of like the 12 Monkeys film did? Yeah, it does in certain points, but this okay. is more, like I said, mostly when it comes to Jennifer. Okay. You're seeing what's in her head and stuff. Okay. She gets she gets these visions, actually, from uh, the witness and stuff, and what they wind up call, finding out what she is is called a primary, and they have these different people called primaries, mm. and... They can actually see the future 
and what's so happening. So you said to me earlier, when we were talking about this earlier before mm-hmm. we did this podcast, you said that um, like Bates Motel, which took the story of Psycho mm-hmm. and at the end really changed everything. Like really changed everything, but in a good way. Yeah. Do you say that this does the same thing? Yeah, it does, like it? and it's okay. so yeah. This because I heard Terry Gilliam it. hates the series. Oh well, <laughs> but he's crazy. Yeah, so he's kind of nuts, and who? Ca- <laughs> what does but matter? whatever, it's great. It's great television. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, but like I said, whereas uh, it starts out completely different with Bates Motel, and then starts going into Psycho, and then completely swerves again. Yeah. This in the first episode just completely goes its own way and doesn't oh. and never and never goes towards what the film oh, originally cool. was. Okay. So they're taking a concept and they're kind of changing it around a little bit, but mm. the writers are good enough to do a good job of it where yeah. it's not. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, today's, um, this week's uh, dollar rental of the week is what, Richard? Uh, it's a Western called Forsaken. It came out in 2015. Uh-huh. stars Kiefer and Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah. And Don, so Kiefer Sutherland was like this guy who went off to war, mm-hmm. and he winds up coming back years later, and he's trying to reconcile with his father, who's the, the town reverend, uh, played by Donald Sutherland. Uh-huh. So there's these land grabbers that show up, and they're chasing right. people off their land, and his reverend's like, uh, his reverend father's like, you can't fight, I, <laughs> uh, you can't fight these people, stop. He's telling the townspeople, no, just lay down. Do what so, okay, they say. So Kiefer plays who? Uh, he plays the. Does he play the bad guy or the? No, sheriff? no. He's the he's the he's good, the good guy. guy. He's not a sheriff. Okay. But he comes home after like ten years of being gone mm-hmm. um, to his father, and his mother's like died, and they're trying to reckon. He's trying to reconcile with him. His father is like upset because he's come like become like this killer. Oh. Uh, okay. Just kind of, he says this line is like. Uh, to Demi Moore's character, who's like married now, but he was in love with her before he left. Demi Moore's in Demi it. Demi Moore's in it. Oh wow, cool. And uh, he, he's like, I swear I was done with fighting after the war, but or I swear I was done with killing after the war, but killing wasn't done with me. Listen, That's a Western listen, line, you know. You, you had me a Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, I would watch Kiefer Sutherland read the phone book. I mean, I, I really, I really like Kiefer Sutherland in anything he's in. He's really. He chooses really good projects. Yeah. Even that, even that short-lived series, Touch. Yeah, I, I liked it. A lot of people, it. a lot of people hated that, but I loved I it. I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was good. good. Um, yeah, it was good. The other was, uh, gosh, he's in Designated Survivor, uh, and that's just a yeah, it's an amazing show. show. And you know, it's weird. It's like all they need to do is add a timer, and it'd be twenty-four. <laughs> because <laughs> it's much. so. I mean, it's so. The structure is so similar. Yeah, it is very similar, but. Man, I would vote for Kiefer Sutherland for president. <laughs> Seriously, in a heartbeat, I would. So, Kiefer, if you're listening, please run for president. We will all vote for you. But put down the booze first. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I still vote for Kiefer All right. Okay, so um, next week uh, we're going to talk about Preacher because the new season two is coming out. Yeah, really June, soon. June 25th. June 25th, kids. Can't wait. All right, until then, I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Coots.